This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello and welcome to Perfect Person, the show where I'm perfect and you're a person. <laughs> Earlier today, I toasted on the pan. Pan toasted? I foregoed the toaster. Ooh. And I said, let me grease up this pan, and that's actually going to be toast for me. So you you, you made bread in it. <laughs> no, I... Because I you, you can toast almost anything, so you toasted bread to I make toasted, toast. Well, yes. I toasted bread to make toast, and I sort of did it the way that I imagine pilgrims made toast. Yeah. Which is on the pan. Right. Well, I'm. it's funny you say that. I don't have a microwave, and I haven't in like 15 years. You don't have a microwave? That's no. astronomical to me. I moved in with hippies in Williamsburg <laughs> when I first moved out of my parents' house in like uh, 2004, <laughs> And they were like, ew, no microwave. And I was what? like, what do you do with uh? <laughs> and they're like, and then I just like learned how to do everything via the oven. And now when my, when me and my wife moved in together, I'm like, you know, we had a small kitchen. I'm like, yeah. you don't need a fucking microwave. She's like, what? How do you defrost stuff? I'm like, hot water in the sink. Like I had like all <laughs> these hacks and I was like, I eliminated the microwave from my thing. So I'm like kind of familiar with like <laughs> making shit in pans that isn't made to be made in pans or making stuff in, you know, like I'm reheating like leftovers in the oven. I'm like wrapping it in tin foil and shit, you know, like, Oh, the Taco Bell got closed. It's like, rather than just deet deet, you know, now I'm like getting the pan out, which by the way, makes way better leftovers, I'll way say. better leftovers. Cause the microwave will steam it kind of, and it doesn't really end up how, so I sometimes I'll go air fryer, Ooh, but I can't, I need an air fryer. Dude, I'm, the air behind fryer. The, I'm behind the fucking times with the no air fryer. It's the new microwave. I'm, yeah, it is. <laughs> sort of like the new microwave but like everyone's always like every time i watch some fucking instagram how to make something video it's like and then throw in the air fryer i'm like okay i'm out (laughs) i have like this oven that is like a hazard it's from i don't even know 1920 so there's always two pilot lights burning no matter when oh all day if you touch the oven it is hot and my oven like, is warm. My my kitchen just never cools <laughs> no, off during sucks. the day because the like, oven is always warm. And there are like rusty holes in the top of the oven. So like you can like see in there and they're like, it's like mad crunch. I'm like, oh, this is fucking. No, it's a fucking I just nightmare. live in an old building and the, and like our landlord just won't do shit for yeah, us. So God, it was like, just the same with us. Recently, like we came into the kitchen after that big uh, storm, yeah. which ended up not being that big, but it rained. And uh, the entire, like, for some, we have this old, like, shitty linoleum tile. It's, like, red and white. And it all was, like, bubbled. It looked like a wave because water had somehow leaked in. So now our floor is in pieces. It's just because the building's fucking old. I uh, Dude, we have our that, landlord like, sucks. over both of our bathrooms is just, like, the, the <laughs> like there's just, like, wobbly yeah. ceiling paint. And I'm like, oh, this, and I'm, I've been in this apartment for 11 years. And it's yeah. rent controlled, so I can't see myself oh, ever leaving. fuck, that's so nice. But it's, like, about to fall apart. And our landlord hates hates us <laughs> because everyone else is paying so much more in rent. There's like only one other guy who's been there longer than us. And he's been there for like 20 years. That's amazing. And so the landlord wants the two of us out so bad. How did you get a rent controlled apartment? 
I, we didn't even know it was rent controlled when we moved into it. Oh, we wow. just moved into it like eleven years ago and didn't realize it was rent controlled. And the rent has only gone up so little. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, and then even over the <laughs> pandemic, they stopped the minimum uh, raising for a while. There was like oh. some so like. And because it's funny, like the minimum they're allowed to raise is three percent right? yeah. to like match inflation. It's like but it's like yeah. it's like three like percent on a what's the word I'm looking for that it, uh, economists 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 econ- economists <laughs> love oh compound interest like three yeah. percent every year fucking adds up dude. yeah completely you know? <laughs> it's also like three percent like. Uh, Somebody had this thing that were like in the pandemic. It was like if you have not received a fifteen percent raise over the course of the pandemic, you have received a pay cut. Yeah, because it was like yeah, everything it, it, went up. Everything that much. fucking went up, and everyone was inside, and so it's like, oh fuck. Like, well, that's how I felt. I was like, even on rent control, it's going up three percent a year. My <laughs> salary is not going up three percent no, a year. No, yeah, crazy. <laughs> um, well, anyway, uh, obviously you're acquainted. You've been talking for a while, but this is John Gabris on the oh, show. Oh, sorry, audience. There's like 15 people here in the studio. Just so you know. <laughs> By the way, I wish. <laughs> yeah, my team. My my team is all here. My yeah, manager, agent, your manager, your publicist, your stylist, <laughs> my ba- my uh, your barber, my barber. He just he just gave me this haircut. He's not great. <laughs> no, he's not, yeah, he messed up. Um, but you know, John Gabris from High and Mighty on. Gum and yeah. also a bunch of other stuff that's probably struck work that we can't talk about right now. Yeah, yeah, probably. Comedy bang bang, comedy bang bang. Yeah, right. I got an Action Boys, a Patreon podcast. Mm-hmm. I have, uh, I think, 101 Places to Party Before You Die, struck company, but unscripted, non-union show. There so we go. Like, I think, I think I'm legally it. allowed to talk about it. But I'm not here for plugs. I'm here for fucking camaraderie. That's right, for brother. friendship, dude. <laughs> I mostly am doing this podcast. I mostly drove to your studio so I could say. I bought a Steam Deck yesterday. You fucking <laughs> yes, dude. It was on go. sale for 20% off. And I and we were talking about it. And I think I mentioned in our conversation. Uh, and you can uh, listen to Miles' episode by the time this comes out. It might be out on High and Mighty. Yeah. Um, the, uh, my Switch got stolen in New York City uh, from like the, my hotel room. So I was like, am I going to get another Switch or am I going to get this Steam Deck? <laughs> and your boy ordered a Steam Deck. And uh, I'm not as computer savvy as you. Like the yeah. stuff you were describing. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be like... <laughs> running windows and playing Baldur's Gate 3 on it. But I'm definitely going to be playing all these dumb Steam games that yeah. I love so much. No, the, the Steam yeah. Deck fucking rules. Yeah, on, on uh, our episode of High and Mighty, we discussed video games for a full-ass hour. And honestly, I could have gone for two. I just I had, I had lunch. It. I had lunch yesterday with a new friend, like yeah. a guy that we like. Uh, I kind of know. And then we were like, we should hang out. And yeah. we got together and then... We just talked about video games for like so long. It was like humiliating. Yeah, and that's I'm like, awesome. And so that is twice in like an eight day span that I had a hour and a half conversation about video games with another grown man. That's honestly though, like I remember when I was in elementary school, me and my friend Eric Whittier, shout out. Uh, we used the to- Eric who was formerly a guest. No, no, oh, no. Was, different I mean, Eric's in life. Too. So many Eric's. In Eric, life. Eric. <laughs> but um, we would talk about video games, and when we would talk about it. For some reason, we'd be like, we'd talk about it and we'd nicknamed it Getting Sick. So we'd be like, do you want to get sick? Uh, and we talk fun. about like Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> but like, that's that really was, funny. We, we called, loved it. We called Dungeons & Dragons in junior high, we called it Dunkin' Donuts. Because <laughs> you were embarrassed? Because we were embarrassed because we didn't want like girls to know what we were talking about. <laughs> so we would always be like, we had like a, a friend of ours, the guy who was the DM, his older brother was quite the bully. Yeah, and he, and he was like seven years older than us, so we were like fourteen. He was like twenty-one. So much older. beating our fucking asses every day. He used to play. He used to. Te- he's like, you want to play a game called Save the President? And we we're like, what's that? He's like, you guys are assassins. Uh, who's the president? It's like doesn't matter. And, and who are you? You're like, I'm Secret Service. And, like, like, fuck, and he just beat the shit out of like four fourteen-year-olds all the time. 
but doesn't he, matter who the president is. He like brought his like hot girlfriend and all her friends into the room while we were playing D and D. He was like, "Look at these fucking nerds! Look at these fucking dweebs!" And like roasted us so hard that we like we were like, "We can never let anyone know we do this." <laughs> so in school, we'd be like, "Do you want to get Dunkin' Donuts this weekend?" <laughs> and it's like, "Yes, let's get Dunkin' Donuts on Saturday. We can have a sleepover and eat Dunkin' Donuts." <laughs> we're like, "Yeah," but it's funny being like. <laughs> Back in the day, before you had like portable stuff and like uh, yeah. and the internet, you would just go like, "Well, I played Killer Instinct sixty four all day Sunday with my buddy." Yeah. Now where it's Monday and we're in school, we have no. We will just talk about Killer Instinct oh, yes. sixty four all day. Completely, like, that only- was fucking cool. And you did that, you know, and like, and you're just yeah. like, it could take over your mind. Oh, and I like, loved it. And it- now I'm just living that again, talking about video games. <laughs> not, I've talked about video games more in the last eight days than I've played video games because like, hour to hour. Yeah. Like honestly, though, and I feel this way about a lot of hobbies where. Part of the hobby is like the action of doing the thing. And then the other part of the hobby is like discussing it with people and looking at forum posts and reading reviews of whatever it is. Yeah. And like, and like, uh, optimizing or hacking or whatever. Yes. Of like, oh, what build am I using in Elden Ring? This yeah. is whack. Hold on. Let me see what people are doing over here. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, I follow like, the deep dive is the thing that really brings me joy. Um, but, uh, John, we're not in this show to talk about video games. We're here to talk about how you're a perfect person. Oh, all right. Interesting. And, uh, <laughs> Excuse me. Um, but uh, what recently has been blowing your ass up as a perfect person? What is something that makes you perfect here on the show today to answer these calls, to answer these people's advice? I'm going to answer this question earnestly Please and do. almost embarrassingly. So mm. I am 41 years old. Yeah. I have had millions. <laughs> I've had millions of jobs. I've done so many different things, so many different hobbies, so many different sports. So such a variance of people. I've talked to other intelligent people for thousands and thousands of hours, both on camera, on podcast and off. Yeah. Like I consider myself kind of a a, a polymath, if you will, uh, a jack of all trades, master (laughs) of none. So I feel that gives me a good a good starting point to give a wide but maybe shallow amount of advice. But I'm also empathetic and can really uh, put myself in other people's shoes. So yeah, right. I, I feel like that's the notorious thing about you is that you sort of look like a dude, bro, but you have a deep empathy that courses yeah. through your veins. My friend, Jane, comedian Jamie Lee, one time, uh, she said, "I'm you're surprisingly like a sensitive meathead. Yeah, And right. I said, yeah, I care about how much you bench and what your pronouns are. That's right, correct. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But um, we are going to get to these phone lines because the phones are going off the damn hook. Oh, I can hear it now. Hello? That's right. Oh, wait, I'm not Bring. answering that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but before we do, if you like the show, then you should absolutely like and subscribe it on oh, every freaking fuck. platform yeah. so you don't miss an episode. I'm talking about turning on automatic downloads on Spotify, et cetera, et cetera. Not a bad idea. And if you love the show, consider joining us on Patreon where we have extended versions of every single episode that are ad-free as well as bonus episodes on Fridays where I call people back from the show and I get to hear how my advice changed their Follow life. Ups. Follow oh, us. I like that. That this is this is some effort. I appreciate the effort, <laughs> you know? It's my job. Yeah. Recently I actually quit I was working full-time at Try Guys, this YouTube channel that you may have seen on Twitter last year. Uh, Yeah, they were recently in the news. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Um, But I recently quit my job, so now I'm a full-time content creator, baby. Oh, look at you living the D-R-E-A-M. That's right. (laughs) Um, But until then, we got to get to these phone lines here. Let's do it. Hi, Miles. I'm making a documentary about crushing a watermelon between my thighs. I've already booked out a farm to do it on. 
but my friends and my wife don't think that I should go through with the shoot. Uh, call me back because I don't really know what to say to them. Thanks a lot. I, I'm so curious to hear why they think he shouldn't do it. Yeah, and I'm also curious to understand this dude's definition of documentary. <laughs> By the way, yeah, that's a good point. Is it a cell phone or has he hired a three-person crew? Yeah, I don't know. Like, it seems like it's a potentially short, unless it's about like <laughs> he's like, doing all the lead up to it and the training and stuff. Yeah, like he's that. doing his. I kind of want to do that. Now. I feel like you're a muscular guy. You yeah, press a lot. You could. Yeah, I might be able to handle that. I mean, I've got the the meat if on the body. You, I will say, if you posted a video on TikTok of you crushing a watermelon between your legs. You get a big audience. Oh yeah, based on my Instagram <laughs> DMs, I've got there. There are there are some people who like the way I look. <laughs> it crosses all genders, but yes. uh, specifically a lot of guys with the word cub or oso in their uh, <laughs> handles. They really like They'd that. They'd love to see you crush a watermelon <laughs> between your legs. I'd love to see myself do it. I mean, I, I like watching when I, I, I'm when a, people do it. I'm classic. I love watching when people do it and I'm heterosexual. So it hits even harder when a nice lady, you know, it's hard not to picture your head as a watermelon being absolutely crushed between two thunder thighs. It's hard not to. <laughs> Let's give this call back here. So we can hear from the horse's mouth. Eating food is something I love to do. <laughs> it's the best part of my day. And luckily, eating better is easy with Factors delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. And let me just tell you, the two-minute window that it takes to get ready is absolutely the thing for me because I'm a busy beaver. Okay, I'm going everywhere. I've got a little son. He goes to bed. I'm exhausted at the end of the day, and I want to eat something yummy. And Factor is there to help me thrive. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Factor sent me a bunch of meals, and I licked the plate clean. Specifically, the filet mignon and mushroom risotto I found to be delish. Also, they sent me some wellness shots, and I gotta tell you, kicking my day off with a wellness shot, we did one with cayenne pepper. We did one that was like, all that juicy, juicy green stuff, I loved. I thought it was like fantastic and I could not get enough of it. Head to factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 and use code perfectperson50 to get 50% off. That's code perfectperson50 at factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 to get 50% off. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Wow. Hello? Hello, you called perfect person, and we're here to call you back to hear about how you were crushing a watermelon in between your legs, and I'm here with John Gabris. Hi, I'm John Gabris, here with Miles <laughs> oh Bonsignore my of the Perfect Person Podcast. That's correct. What's your name? Hey, guys, how are you? <laughs> we're doing so well, and I'm very curious about your situation, so why don't you enlighten us? I, I got married, and I was looking at the wedding photos. I said this was such a great day in my life, but I was a lot heavier than I wanted to be on that day. And uh, I lost a hundred pounds since then. Oh my gosh. Oh, congratulations. And I'm kind of, That's awesome. 
Oh, well, thank you very much, guys. Uh, you know, and, and it was one of those things where it was like I was really motivated because I, you know, I'm really enjoying being married and, you know, the, the way my life is right now. But also I was way overweight and, I, you know, I want to stick around for a long time. So I got really into fitness and losing weight. And now I'm starting to plateau. And so I've decided to set myself a fitness goal. And that goal is I want to be able to crush a watermelon between my thighs. Absolutely. Um, and by the way, I'm loving that goal for you. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. What made you choose that goal over, like, say, a 5K <laughs> yeah, or, or a number, like a be- a benching a certain amount? What made you choose crushing a watermelon with your thighs? Actually, it, it was spite. Um, <laughs> I have a, a friend of mine who can do this, but only does it with kind of less than ripe watermelons. So they're a little squishier. So kind of the goal is that I want to be able to crush a better melon than him. So you And I want to yeah. make a documentary about the journey. Now, when you say documentary, I guess I'm curious about how how in depth is this a Netflix style documentary? Is it sort of a what? It's a, f- a five part. Uh, yeah. If it's a Netflix style documentary, is it five hours when it could have been thirty minutes? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this could have been an email, or it, it'll be it'll probably be around forty five minutes. Um, it's I, I'm a self starter filmmaker. Uh, I fund oh, all my sick. own work, so this is this is what I I do for a living. And kind of the topics that I pick are usually little like obscure curiosities. Uh, the last one that we did, I visited every store in Florida I could find that was shaped like a wizard. Um, okay. So this Wait, is, I, I'm this sorry to interrupt. Of, How many stores is that total? Yeah, right. You would not believe. I found 10. 10? 10 stores shaped like lizards? Wizards. Oh, I, see, wizards. I, heard, like I heard wizard. Wizard. And a lizard makes more sense. Yeah, and now right. so a wizard's even cooler. Holy shit. Now, I, I'm sorry we're on a side tangent yeah, here, right. but what what were the businesses? Were there any that made sense to be shaped like wizards? Were there any like it's a hotel now a or blood something bank. like that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the the original two were in Orlando and they, they were souvenir shops. So you're on that strip where they're trying mm. to connect to Disney without being a licensed you know, infringement. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, right. But what's great about the two in Orlando is that they're owned by two different people and they're on either side of the same highway. Oh, that's crazy. Dueling wizards from across the street. Well, now, did they have beef with each other? Did you ask them that in the documentary? They wouldn't let me film straight up on them, but I did interview them and, uh, you know, like written. And they definitely both seem very salty about the other wizard. At night, you can see like red energy coming from one (laughs) and blue from the other. And it's like crashing over the highway as they have some sort of deep wizard battle. Yeah, it's like lucky number 11 with Morgan Freeman (laughs) across the street. Now, um, okay, got it. So you're a little, you're a filmmaker and you're making... So this makes a little more sense. Yeah. When when we listened to your message, you said documentary. It sounded like you could have been making an Instagram video. Yeah, right. (laughs) 45 minute documentary about you crushing watermelon between now, I'm curious about the pushback and why you've called in today. You're getting pushback from your friends and your loved one about making this documentary. And why are, what, is their, what are their concerns? It's so strange because typically I'll have an idea and I have the same network of people that say, dude, that's a great idea. You got to do that. Uh, my wife being one of them, um, you know, my, my best friend who's made a bunch of, of our films together. But this one comes up and I'm either getting... Don't do it. You're not going to be able to. And no. so Doubt. don't push through. And yeah, 
And then I have my wife, who, on the other hand, has always supported every creative endeavor. Um, our one-bedroom apartment has been very much converted into a little studio. Uh, she has very strong feelings about me cracking this melon in the apartment and doesn't believe that I'm going to clean it up the right way. Okay, uh, that's wildly specific. So, by the way, have, do you have a history of not cleaning? Yeah, that was going to be. Is she in the right here? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, did you try to crack like a cantaloupe and you didn't clean it up before? My last documentary was about juggling eggs. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I went out for lunch afterwards. No, it, it is the strangest thing because I wouldn't say either of us are the neat one, but I'm the one who cleans more. Okay. There, this seems this is really intriguing to yeah, this me. This is interesting. I mean, I think that also you said that you've booked a farm already, which to me means that you won't be cracking oh. it in the apartment. Or, no? you, or is the farm where you choose the watermelon from? <laughs> Take it back home. So the plan for the farm is some of the advice that we've received, you know, just from people who are, are making this thing with me. I got one guy who's telling me, if you're going to crush melons, the way to train is to crush melons. Yeah, um, I agree. I've been, right. I've been going to the gym on the hip abductor machine. I'm maxing that thing out right now. Oh, so kind of the idea is that we're going to go to this melon farm. And I'm going to try it out on some different melons before the watermelon. And that's going to be a segment in the documentary. Yeah. I like this. I like that. Hero's journey. I don't want you to. Now, let me just interlude as with my inner meathead here a little bit. Mm -hmm. Don't go full all abductor because you, you don't want to create a mus muscle imbalance. I would still be hit, <laughs> I would still be hitting your heavy squats and your deadlifts. Get yeah, the definitely. posterior chain going. Because uh, I think when it comes down to it, you're going to need all the help you can get. Uh, and so just those crushing muscles. You're going to want, because you're going to create the torque by crossing your ankles too. So you might mm -hmm. want to strengthen up your ankles and your low and your, uh, and your calves for that reason. And you don't want to uh, create any imbalance that may uh, cause knee pain and joint pain in the future. So yeah. don't forget your basic compound lifts while you're there. That's honestly fantastic advice. And you know what I'll say too? The, there's no question on whether you're going to crush the melon. It's just a question of, is it now? Mm -hmm. Or is it in a year after you've been training? Because I have a feeling that if you go to crush the melon and you are not capable of doing it right now, that's not going to stop you. And it's honestly going to make the documentary better. Yeah. And if you sound like the <clears> kind of guy who's willing, to, who's able to lose 100 pounds, that's yeah, a hell that's of a amazing. commitment. To visit 10 wizard based stores in Florida. <laughs> that's a, this guy's got fucking follow through. I'm fully <laughs> confident that you'll crush this melon eventually. Oh, thank you. Uh, I just, I'm not fully confident you'll clean up after yourself. Yeah, I am a little worried about the cleaning portion. <laughs> yeah, I'm stressed. Your, uh, your wife has got some good points. What if you do it in the tub? Hot. Hello? <laughs> Sorry, guys. I got another call. I'm here. I'm here. Oh, God. Um, right. What did you tell them? Did you say I have to go? Sorry, I'm on the line talking about my upcoming watermelon documentary with two strangers. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, my wife calling in. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to tell her that I, I've been discussing this. And the vote is of confidence, I think. Yeah. I think that this is a great idea. And honestly, I love a documentary about something really inconsequential. I think that that's like so fun. It can be stylistic. It can be cool. And I think the personal journey, fun. I'm a big I'm a big box checker is an mm -hmm. expression I use for myself. So like the idea of like wanting to crush a watermelon, I get it. I'm yeah. like that's on my list. I think I want to try to do <laughs> it. Bucket list before I die. Yeah, it's like it's not necessarily a bucket list, but it is just like I hear about something and I'm like, well, I would just like to experience that. At yeah, some point. I'd like to experience the sensation. It requires so much force, though, right? Yeah, it's not easy. My no. buddy, my buddy, who's a big, big, strong boy, he did it and. Uh, <laughs> 
and it was intense to watch. Oh but he's he a was. he's a real meathead. Uh, he's a really. But I've also seen some. You know, I've, <laughs> I'm embarrassed to say how many videos I've seen <laughs> of women crushing watermelons with their thighs. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> I'm going to watch your documentary just for like the establishing montage where you show all the videos of people smushing them. That's right. I mean, I oh, think, well, thank you guys. I think you got to do it. And honest, this sounds great. There's a lot of titles in there that I think would really work. Crush is good. Oh, yeah. I was going to say Yippee Kaye Yay Melon Farmer. Okay, that's also an option. <laughs> that's interesting. Because Melon Farmer is the old uh, PG TV version of Motherfucker. Oh yeah, they would they yeah, would convert yeah, yeah. the mf'er into melon farmer. Melon farmer. So there's something a little you know you're you're circling that. I mean yeah, the advice here is uh, to all your friends who are haters, abs- who think you can't do it, literally fuck the haters and maybe interview them. For the yeah, I was about to say put it in there. Put, put it, in, it there. in there. Yeah. The more like a good documentary, a good story, you're gonna hit a lot of roadblocks. Yeah, you're okay? gonna need to get to the dark night of the soul, <laughs> the <laughs> night before when you're like uh, uh, theragunning your inner thighs, being like. I don't know if I have it. Your wife's like, did you pick up extra paper towels? Yeah, you know, right. like we need all, we need all those shots in <laughs> you there. You pop a hernia on the first try. You're out of commission for six months. I would also think a fun layer would be like, you don't want to waste food. So I think you should make smoothies out of all the stuff you crush with your thighs. I, by the way, a watermelon <laughs> smoothie is not something you see that often. No, but like if he's going to the melon farm to crush different melons, yeah. it's like grab the cantaloupe, the honeydew. And yeah. The oh, then now we're talking. Yeah, and I throw that all in a blender. You know, treat your, <laughs> don't let it go to waste. That's not a bad idea. But you know, I think you got to follow through. Um, I think you got to make sure you clean up because your wife is right. Good call. Good call. I'm thinking a Home Depot tar- Home Depot tarp. Home Depot Smart. tarp is really good. A tarp is a great idea. Yeah. And you sound like the kind of guy that might need to keep a tarp around. Like, you know, like a tarp <laughs> might come in handy based on like the kind of missions and adventures you plan. Who knows what comes up next? That's a good, um, yeah, filmmaker bio. Yeah. The type of guy that needs to keep a tarp around. <laughs> For big it's not a it's not a good Tinder profile. <laughs> bad, yeah, anyway, bad Tinder profile, great filmmaker bio. Um, but yeah, how's this resonating before we let you go? Uh, you know what, guys? That was kind of the vote of confidence that I needed. I just, you know, we we say forget about the haters and we're we're in. Hey man, we'll see you at Sundance. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm gonna track down all these documentaries. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling in. You have the most fantastic day. And hey, good luck out there getting those thunder thighs. Hey, thanks a lot, man. Big fan. Appreciate it. You're the best. Thanks for calling in. Bye-bye. Boom. Another happy customer, John. That's pretty wild. That's pretty wild. That that's a good call. That's got me that's got the, the gears clanking around in there. I'm I, like, I gotta, I gotta try crushing a watermelon at some point. <laughs> Honestly, I've been wanting to I love a stupid documentary. You yeah. ever see Tickled? Yes. Fucking not a stupid documentary. Amazing documentary, but it's the way it starts versus the way it ends is like my favorite thing of all time. Those are some of my favorite docs where yeah. they, they discover the new doc inside of it. Yeah. yeah. Like that's so like, fun. Um, a good example of that or a terrifying example of that is capturing the Freedmans where it's like about a family of clowns and then it's revealed that they're like systematically molesting people all around Long Island. Oh my uh, God. Yeah. I didn't see that. That's, yeah. It was oh, like, it was like an Academy Award winner from back in the day. It's fucking heavy duty. It's really Jeez. good. Uh, I got to get back into documentaries. I feel like I've taken a break. Well, let me pitch you my favorite doc- or two of my favorite documentaries of all time yeah. right now. Please. Number one is American movie. If you've never seen it, it's one of the most, I find it to be one of the most inspirational films ever. It's just like, <laughs> two guys in Wisconsin or uh, Minnesota, you know, one of those. Uh, and uh, he's like a filmmaker who's got a vision and they like just stumble <laughs> upon this guy. And it's like the making of one of his movies. And it's like, 
it's just a slice of life of a life you can't imagine. And oh, wow. it's really intriguing. And like at the end of the movie, this guy, Mark Burchard, shout out Mark Burchard. Yeah. I was like, at the end of the movie, you're like, fuck this. If this guy can make a movie, <laughs> I can make a movie. Hell you know, yeah. it's like really good in that way. No, and then sick. King of Kong, Fistful of Quarters. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a yeah, classic. Yeah, that's a really good that's one. one of those good ones where it's like, it's about competitive video gaming. Wait, never mind. We found two of the most iconic characters <laughs> ever. Like truly yeah. white hat, black hat gamers. It's yeah, pretty right. fucking rad. No, that's so sick. Goddamn. <laughs> okay. There's a girl's trip gone wrong and we're going to need to find out what went. Hi, Miles. Bad. My friends and I planned a girl's trip together and it's supposed to be two days, but I changed it to three days while I wasn't there. But I still have to pay for all three days for the Airbnb. Also, they're doing an escape room without me, which feels weird. What should I do? Bye. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into it. How do you feel about a group trip? Because I think that they can be like, I've had so much fun on group trips, but it can be also stressful if you don't necessarily have the best group going. It's a little more high pressure than you want it to be for like friend events because it kind of traps you into some sort of situation. (laughs) But I'm at the point now where I don't go on like, I have like a tight group of people that I would go away with. And then like, I'm aware of like, I don't think that's for us. Oh, you know, you know if I mean? you get invited to a rogue trip, yeah, I'm like, like I, it ain't Brady happening. from work. Yeah. You're going to love him. Yeah. And it's like, I'm you not going to love Brady. I've done enough of these bad, weird weekends <laughs> where it's like, did we, were we the only ones who cooked the whole time? Like, yeah, you know, right, like, right. so I'm, 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 I'm like, why is this person crying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> once you get a tight group of friends, like, you know, we have like these two buddies, another couple that we travel with all the time. And like over the pandemic, we like rented Airbnb together for like three weeks. And it was like, yeah. we managed. Yeah. Like, right. And I'm you like, just... and it's like, if I had that with anyone else, I would, you know, put a bullet in my fucking head. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I went on a group trip. Like this was years and years and years ago, but it was uh, up to Big Bear. It was for someone's birthday, somebody who I like but it was a ton of her friends who I did not know. And um, a bunch of them were like junior agents and man, they sucked. Well, that's that's the that's the drawback is when when it's like a group that recurs on trips that makes sense. But when it's like one person, you're like, oh, I do like Miles. I don't really know any of Miles' friends. Though. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's like you go and it's like shit. And you need to think about. I'm the king of that because all my friends are from diff- different parts of the, my life and, yeah, my, right. and my wife's life. So it's like. If I do an event, I can't be like an overnighter because people are going to be like, it's too many different personalities. You know what <laughs> really I mean? Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like that. It's like my weirdo friends, my old friends, the comedian friends, podcasts, like too many, too many different groups. So like it has to right. be just like a one day thing where it's like, I can't believe all these people are talking at the bar. You know? <laughs> you know, I'll say that like I will, I do feel that way where it's like, I want the group, you have to have the right group going. But I also am confident enough in my own social skills that if I went in a group, and I knew what the group was, but I didn't have any like friendlies. I feel like I would be able to adapt to that environment depending on what it was. Like, it's like I wouldn't necessarily bring together, yeah, like my weirdo comedian friends with like my wife's friends who are kind of like very sweet, yeah. but I would be happy to go on either big homogenous group. Oh, funny you say, I I am so confident in myself. I could go on any group trip yes. and they would go, no. that guy needs to come back <laughs> yeah, and I could walk away hating all of them. I, I, maybe that <laughs> makes us narcissists, but I also feel that way where it's like, I could go and it'd be a blast. I, everyone would be like, we got to have Gabrus back. And, and it's like, he does not want to. He hated all of us. But he just is a sociopath and, and is so... In, I'm a sponge. Like, yeah, I just I want you guys to like me, so I'll just fucking do right, it. But then yeah. I'll be like, Never fucking again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. All right, we got to find out what went wrong for our girl here. Shrimp and cocktail. 
peanut butter and jelly. These are iconic duos. But what about the iconic duo when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling vintage swords or, of course, lovely little clam tarts, <laughs> Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered, baby. No matter how big your business gets, Shopify's there to help you scale and grow while you're selling one clam tart and while you're selling a million clam tarts by the seashore. It's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. So sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash perfect person, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash perfect person now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash perfect person. If you're selling stuff, then you're going to want to check this puppy out. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hello. Hello. You called Perfect Person and I'm here to call you back. I'm sitting here with John Gabris. Hi. Hi. I love you. <laughs> Hi. That's very sweet of you. <laughs> I appreciate you calling into the show. And I'm very curious to hear about your girl's trip that's about to go awry. Who are the key players in the situation? And we need to give you a fake name. Uh, John, what's her fake name? Kaya. Kaya. Cool. I'm Kaya. Hi, Kaya. Sorry, I'm breathing really hard because I just walked down the stairs. Oh, wow. You walked down the stairs? <laughs> Sorry, you called me when I was in the elevator. Oh, okay. so you didn't want to answer in front of all the other, other people, yeah. obviously. That's rude. Yeah. That's rude. Kaya's polite. That's Kaya's one thing polite. I know about her. Kaya Kaya's polite. Nice. Yeah. We, we're best friends with Kaya at this point. We know she's polite. So the key players, uh, I'm going with three of my friends. So there's four of us. It's one of their birthday trips. I don't know what other information you need. Okay. Well, who's the, I mean, maybe this will help. Who's the social leader? I would assume it's the birthday girl. Yeah. Because right? she kind of gets to make choices. Or is there one bigger personality who's like, for Margot's birthday, we're doing blank, blank, and blank. Yeah, and I think we're going to have to go with um, Blossom, Buttercup, and Bubbles as the other three girls. The Powerpuff girls. It's the Powerpuff <laughs> girls, obviously. Okay, okay. But um, who is, whose birthday is it? Uh, I guess it would be Buttercup's birthday. She's <laughs> <laughs> the green one. Yeah. yeah, the green one. Okay, so it's Buttercup's birthday. That honestly says a lot. That's I Now I fully understand <laughs> I, your situation. I okay, but also I can, We can Buttercup. just give advice from there. We don't even need the context. No, but we'll take the context. Okay, so Buttercup doesn't really like plan things. She's just kind of like, Classic let's do Buttercup. whatever. If the Airbnb is expensive, then maybe we'll just make it worth it by staying at the Airbnb a lot. We thought we were going to go to the club because Blossom wants to have a hoe phase, but um, yeah. 
I also don't want to go to the club. So we saw the one Bubbles is just there. Uh, <laughs> and Bubbles is just there to do whatever. Yeah. You run into a classic group trip situation where not everyone has the same end goals. Yeah. I'm assuming I'm a way older than you. And so like when I go away with guys who aren't married yeah. or like who aren't like in uh, long-term relationships, it's it's a little difficult because we all want different things. So I, I I don't care about going to the club, but my single friend might want to be at the club and yeah. meeting and having his hoe phase. Yeah, right. So I understand that mm-hmm. different differenting opinions, and so it's it kind of defaults to the birthday girl. If yeah, she really wants right. to at the club, you kind of got to buckle up and do it. Although here's the problem, though, it sounds like birthday girl is not a planner, and yeah. that's for a group trip. And I don't even care really what group trip you have. You need someone to at least execute a bone structure. Yes. Even if it gets abandoned, you need to have some sort of rundown of like, how's this basically going to look? And also just for the sake of having a good trip, you want to be able to leave and go like, we did eat at that dope restaurant in Nashville that we want or wherever. I'm just, now I'm stereotyping that a girl's trip is to Nashville. (laughs) Is it to Nashville? (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. No, 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 no. But I will say like, I think- yeah, you want the you want the end goals to be the same, and there's no planner, which means that someone has to step up and be the planner, kind of. Which and I, that's not you, right, Kaya? That doesn't seem like you, Kaya. No, I feel like they made a lot of the plans when I wasn't there, and they all just coincidentally happened to be together. And I think Blossom stepped up a little bit trying to get stuff going, but also Buttercup texted us on Sunday that her cat died. So I think that's also part of the not planning. Sorry that there's a lot of elements to this. No, no that's perfect. There's always it. a lot of elements to everything. To this life. A, yeah, that life is full of elements. Life's a periodic table. So Chock but, full of elements. So Buttercup's <laughs> cat died, not Blossom's cat. Yeah. But Blossom's, Blossom's stepping cat, up for, for her yeah. phase. Yeah, no, but yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, Blossom yeah. is trying to do... God, I'm trying to remember which one's blue, green, and fucking red. Uh, red is Blossom, yellow is Bubbles, yeah, and bu- green is Buttercup. And I yellow, should not know this. Bubbles. Well, she's got blonde hair. Oh, sorry. She's got <laughs> That's correct. Okay, so, but the birthday girl is not the one whose cat died. The other girl's cat died. No, the birthday girl's cat died. Okay. That's why it's awkward. Oh, yeah. So you really want to make sure this weekend works for her. Yeah, because she's sort of going to be mourning her cat, and you guys already booked the Airbnb. And the cat's name, we'll just say, is Mojo Jojo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Perfect, perfect. Sad to see him die. Um, but, okay, so your problem is also that, one, they kind of extended the trip without you knowing. Do you have flights booked or travel plans that are going to disallow you from staying that final day? They did not reveal that they extended the trip. They booked the Airbnb first before the flight. And then it was when they were booking the flights that they were like, oh, we're going to fly back on Monday. And I was like, bitch, I have class on Monday that I have to teach. I mean, not like be a student. Oh, yeah, <laughs> um, and the rest right. of them have like jobs that they can call out of. But like the, if I don't go, then the whole thing doesn't happen. Right. Okay. Well, I think that because of this, I think that you're well within your rights to say, hey, how old are you guys actually? Uh, 27. Okay. I think that's still within the threshold. I think you can say, are we cool with me paying a reduced rate for, cause I'm not saying the final day. I don't know. What do you think about that, John? That's a tough choice. Cause I, I was, if they were a little older, I'd say you just got to split it. You got to eat it. Yeah. You gotta eat it yeah. because it's not worth it. But 27 is like, maybe not every, you know, like it's a little bit in the threshold of like money is sort of a value in a girl's trip. Birthday is like. I don't right. know. They can't be. They can't be asking you for a, a quarter of the escape room. No, but maybe. But maybe. Yeah. Oh, no, no. They should. And here's the thing: like for listeners who aren't in Kaya's situation, but maybe you've been yeah. in Blossom or Buttercup situation, you should be ready to offer. 
Yes. And then hope, you know, hope that the person goes, no, 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 I'll pay. Yeah. But you should be ready to understand like, oh shit, now Kai is not going to be there for, uh, you know, the, the ceremony for Mojo Jojo. Yeah. We should now, uh, you know, tell her she knock $80 off, knock a hundred dollars off what she owes. Or yeah. Completely. Or, like, or like, we'll just, we'll split breakfast and she, she'll get that for, she'll get, we'll split brunch and she doesn't have to pay for brunch or something. Like yeah. That. I think there is a some kind of symbolism would be nice. I agree yeah. though that like, and it's tricky with like with, with splitting things in general, it's tricky. Cause like, if you're just looking at it purely logical, purely what's fair is fair. She's not staying there for that extra day, so therefore, <laughs> sorry, are you in a are you in a crowded lobby? She got back in the elevator. She's back in the elevator. <laughs> She's an elevator I'm operator. I'm on campus, just waiting for my class to start. <laughs> oh, got it. Okay, cool. Well, I'll say that, like, yeah, it's complicated because logically, yeah, I guess you shouldn't have to pay, but through the social kind of etiquette rules. It probably makes sense that for this birth girl's birthday weekend, you guys all kind of split something fairly. And before we got on with you, Kaya, we were kind of discussing our uh, our experiences in group travel. And I always said, like, it's got to be a specific group. And I think part of that is with my specific groups, we kind of understand the laws of splitting and like how it goes. Like we all have like kind of the same rules of like. Yeah, we could just Venmo each other. We yeah. everyone's on top, but like someone will treat to something, or like don't worry about it. I brought the steaks or whatever. Yeah, like there's like an element there, so it, and no one feels like you just don't want anyone to feel like a mooch. And I know, yeah. and or for in your case, you don't want to feel like you're getting ripped off. Either. Yeah, so right. there's like it's a tough uh, push and pull there. Do you have the kind of friends, Kaya, that you could say like, hey, it's a little nuts, you know, and I'm uh, a a teacher, uh, so yeah. like, get, is there something we could do? You know what I mean? Like, could uh, I make? Could I buy and make breakfast for everyone the morning that I am about to leave, <laughs> and then you guys, you know, are able to cut the cost of this thing? Right. Like, yeah. I think there's some sort of symbolism there might help. But how do you feel about that? Buying breakfast on the day that I leave, and then not paying for the night. not having to pay the Airbnb last day. Yeah, because yeah, you're not going to be there at all. Like, it's they're coming back on Monday, so you're leaving. I'm guessing Sunday. I think that probably, yeah. yeah, doing some sort of symbolism thing is probably going to be helpful here. And if they didn't fire off a text beforehand and was That's like, shitty. hey, Kaya, we're going to stay an extra night. And uh, yeah, they didn't let you know. Yeah. And that, you have work. Yeah. And they must have known that. Yeah. They like, must they know have your known job. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, know I'm, not, I'm not trying to cause strife and drama. I kind of think your friends are <laughs> shitty, Kaya. <laughs> but you know what I'll say also? I'm sorry. Here's a question. No, 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 no. Here, you're doing nothing wrong. Here's a question. Um, the escape room. Is that when you're there? Yeah. They tried to schedule it for Sunday because then they thought I was leaving like during the day. But then our birthday girl has friends down there who also want to be part of it. Long story short, they chose it on Saturday and I would do it, except it's scary and I don't do that. Oh, okay. Well, okay. you know what? Okay, I'll say that seems like your choice. Yeah, that seems fair. That I, seems I, fair. I mean, it's it's not ideal. It's not ideal for you, but I'll say that if it was the birthday girl's thing that she wanted to do... Then and you're kind of taking the L on not going because it's a little too scary for you. That's okay, but I don't know that you necessarily get to resent them for doing the thing the birthday girl wanted to do. Go but ahead, if I'm don't. Buttercup, yeah. I've got Kaya in mind when I'm planning that. I'm like, I really want to do a scary yeah. escape room, but Kaya doesn't like scary shit. It's like, well, I hear Kaya's leaving on Sunday. That's a good it's point. Like, or you know, oh, I see what you're saying. So they could have waited because it's like, oh, Kai is not going to be interested. We could have just done it Sunday, but they did it because to accommodate her other friends who are going to be there, right? And 
Now that starts to get, fr- but you know it's what? It's a little tricky here. I, I guarantee you this: the highlight of your weekend is going to be the ninety minutes that they're in an escape room, <laughs> you're and you're chilling. sitting somewhere having like a fucking quesadilla and no. a drink. It's going to be the highlight of your. Yeah, as a matter of fact, point. especially once you meet all Buttercup's friends from down there, <laughs> like there's going to be a couple of fucking duds. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a couple of fucking issues. So like, I think I think it's the right move to like. I think that's uh, a good point, actually. Why don't you have your own little side quest? While they're in the escape room, yeah. The quesadilla idea really got me sparked. I'm still hungry from before. I'm when starving. You're about food. Yeah, yeah. And, or, or if they're like, if you're staying at the Airbnb while they're out, when they come back, you know, you're like, I got, I just made a batch of blank. You know, oh, like, yeah. that's a cake mushroom or tea. Mushroom tea. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the girls were trying to get fucking wild. I just wild. spiked everyone's uh, cooler <laughs> wine coolers with MDMA. Like, no, <laughs> I love that idea. But I mean, here's what I'll say, just to get to the real root of the problem here. Do you feel valued by this group of girls? Um. Yes. Okay. That's good. Then you're that's good. Important. Then, I, then yeah. I think that that's important. It sounds like you're almost, you're a little bit worried that their decisions might make you feel undervalued. But I think that probably, like, honestly, the truth is that they might have just been booking this stuff and it's like, oh, it'll be fun to stay an extra day. Oh, she, I guess she has work, but, you know, it'll still be fun. Like, we'll still just do it. And I don't know that their decisions mm-hmm. and actions are necessarily to spite you. Um, but they just are sort I don't of, think so. they're just no. sort of barreling forward. I think your instinct to call into the perfect person yeah, good. and ask is, is good because, yeah. but I also think your instinct of not rocking the boat with them is yeah. also strong. That's correct. Like I think you're, I think you're really smart. That's in both ends, Kaya. Yeah. You don't want, like, you're like wondering, should I speak up? And I think, you know, like yeah. being part of the group trip is a little bit more about floating in the yes. floating with the current. A little, oh my yeah. goodness. Yes. But I do appreciate you the, having the thoughtfulness to just double check with someone like miles and saying like, <laughs> Hey, you're a stranger. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what do you think of this situation? <laughs> I'm glad this manifested this way instead of like a passive aggressive text in the group thread. You know yeah. what I mean? Now, if there was yeah. ever a, a caller for the Perfect Person podcast that deserved a follow up, yeah, I think it's we got. I this. think you oh, got to no. talk to Kaya post girls trip weekend. I gotta find out how the girls trip went. I call back people for the Patreon, and I'm gonna need to know that deet about how Buttercup and Blossom and Bubbles treated you for the weekend. Yeah, and how their weird friends, what, what, what they were like. Yeah, what, is her, what are her weird friends doing? I think we made them weird. I don't think <laughs> no, Kaya said sorry, that. For, to be fair, no, I think it's me. It's all me. To me, just the townie friends that are showing up on the day. Yeah, I, I'm thinking if it's me and I'm bringing my California <laughs> yeah, friends right. back to Long Island, I got to like prep them about how weird my Long Island friends are. <laughs> I'm like, one of them doesn't talk at all until he's drunk, and then he's mean. Oh, God. <laughs> but I love That's him. <laughs> Did you say that to me, Kaya? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's funny. Um, well, Kaya, yeah, how you feeling going into this before I let you go? I feel good. Can I also just say that I watched Perfect Person last week, and you were wearing, like, a shirt for a coffee shop, and I was like, that sounds familiar. And it's in the place where we're going, so I sent a tattoo consultation for it. So maybe that will be my solo adventure. Oh, so, oh! Are you going to? Well, I guess I don't want to name this coffee shop, but you're going to the one um, that starts with an S. Yes. Very cool. The by the not way, not just coffee there. Yes, it's a coffee shop and tattoo parlor. Oh, that's so yes. rad. That is very very cool. Now that's intense 
weird connection there. I yeah. really like this. This is some kismet shit right that here. Is that really you accidentally fun. like predicted Kaya's trip. I'm somehow a soothsayer and a psychic on the show. Oh man, my shirt's for Fat Boy Surf Club. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> FBSC. Um, well, Kaya, I hope you have the most amazing week and um, and weekend. And I'm gonna be needing a call back from you. And I think a tattoo. Oh, you guys are going to go to an escape room? Have fun. I'm going to be getting fucking permanent art on my body. <laughs> I'm getting an eagle spread wide. Yeah. I'm getting the Powerpuff Girls with X's through their eyes. Oh, my God. So perfect. That's incredible. Well, thank you so much for calling in. You have the best night. Thank you. You too. All right, it's bye. daytime. It's daytime. Bye. Well, hey, I was just prepping for it to be nighttime. Bye, guys. Well, have a good day. Ooh. Then a night. That's right. Wow, that's so funny. Yeah, no, I think she did the right thing by calling in. I think she did the right thing by calling in. And if this is a group of friends that she's going to want to continue to travel with, yeah, then it's good to like get some quote unquote ground rules or build some uh, precedents and some patterns yeah. into how the things work out. By the way, yeah, man, uh, being on a group trip and you just, you were saying something about like people need to be able to go with the tide, like going, being on a group trip and seeing someone who is so not ready to go with the flow makes me livid. Oh, dude, <laughs> you know, I'm, 40 i've been to like six, yeah, right. 16 bachelor parties at this point yeah, exactly. there's always like one friend i'm like yeah i don't like strip clubs either man yeah, but like just you have to just like yeah, when in rome like, we're in vegas we gotta do this shit yeah. the groom wants to do it or the groom's best man who's usually like a brother <laughs> from their hometown you're like oh this fucking guy yeah. he's got three kids he doesn't get out like this just let him let it rip <laughs> he doesn't get out to sunny vegas yeah that much and, but I also think like uh, the money stuff is important. And so like you would want, you wouldn't want every time a trip gets booked for Kaya's sake. You're like, yeah. wouldn't want a trip that they're always like, well, of course we'll stay Sunday night too and call in Monday. Yeah, And it's right. like poor Kaya's eating a hotel room every I know, Sunday this night. precedent set there yeah. is tough. But I think they'll be understanding. I think they'll be. And the other thing is too, and this is like kind of a hard truth you don't learn until you're older. The second you agree to like a big group project, yeah. you secretly kind of agree to getting lightly ripped off. No, by the way, and I think that that is true. I think that that's like, it, it becomes more and more true on an, uh, what's the word? It just fucking like accelerates through your 20s. Because I think at like the beginning of the 20s, nobody has any money. Right. So it's sort of like, you go to a group dinner, we're itemizing. Yeah. We're, we're sort of like, oh, you got the Coke and then I got the steak and right. you got the cheaper thing and everyone's paying exactly what the road. True nightmare. I'm true getting, nightmare. I'm getting Ajna no, just talking about it. I fucking yeah. ate it. And then now, like me and my friends go to dinner, I order for the table and then like, cause I will go to like a fucking great restaurant and I know the menu. So I'm ordering for the table and then we're splitting. We're all paying the same amount. Yeah. It's like, that is such a more productive thing. And also at the end of the day, how much are you really paying more? Four dollars. Like right. when you split it all like that. Every you know? once in a while, like I can talk about this for hours. Cause yeah. I, this is like a, a huge part <laughs> of my social life. And I, I like when I go out to dinner with other people, I'm expecting to be like, maybe this costs me more than it should. Yes, totally. Like, and that's like a given. Like yeah. when you go away for a weekend, it's like, it's crazy that we have to pay for this and that. And I'm not even going to necessarily, uh, we're going to get the yeah. email that's like, hey, everyone owes me $8 for right. drinks. And it's like, oh, fuck yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. Um, I will say uh, you just got to bite the bullet. But I in a group setting, if there's a non-drinker and other drinkers, oh, then that's the only time. Us. That's oh, the only time I try to make like a thing Someone's of like, sober, yeah. yeah, I'm like, don't worry about paying for the bit. Like, yeah, because it also is like, no, if someone's sober, also it they should have the credit, especially if someone's just trying not to drink. Yeah, they, they should, should have get the credit. rewarded. They for should that be like, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly, because otherwise it's gonna make them feel shitty. Yeah, and like, so I always say like, we're splitting this meal, and that means 
If you want something that's fucking crazy on the menu, yeah, get it, get it. Because no, we're, we're all split. We're all it. Yeah. exactly. Yeah, we're right. in too deep now at this point. Let's just fucking. And also go. that, like, I mean, again, I get like people listening might be like, I work at fucking the coffee shop. I have no money to do that, and I, I understand that, and I've been there. But I think and it's just I like, hate to say stuff like this, but then you you have to skip the group dinner. No, <laughs> it's kind of like there's like an element of like, am I if, yeah. I, if I'm not going to go and play by the full rules of the thing? Like yeah. I can't, you can't go as to your as, friend's dinner right. and be like, I'm just going to get one salad and get the fuck out of there. As long as you sort of understand the rules of the dinner before you go, right? You know what I mean. Now I've now I'm at the age too, uh, and like the the level of my friendships with people where it's like if one of them has invites everyone out for a birthday dinner yeah they're paying they're paying i treated to my 41st birthday dinner you did Uh, yeah how many people came it was like 10 people but it was at like (sighs) it was at like a a a taco place that's not oh cheap it was a squela on beverly which i love but it's not it wasn't like i went out to a fancy restaurant yeah right but it was one of those things like you know like once a couple of friends go like, well, I'm inviting these people out and I should, it's my birthday. Oh, see, that's so funny because I'm at the stage, uh, you know, I'm younger than you, but where you go and my friends are, they're splitting it evenly, but they're And leaving out the, leaving out the birthday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it always was for a long time. Which yeah, is right. like, all right, yeah, we're splitting it nine ways. And you're like, no, 10. And everyone's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. It's also like for them to do that, especially if it's a, I love a fucking big group dinner, by the way. It's I my love favorite big, thing in well, the world. Well, for me, especially, uh, because my wife doesn't eat beef or pork. Oh, yeah. So when we go out to dinner, it's rare that we get to split beef and pork appetizers. Yeah. So I'm so frequently. So whenever I go out with like more, I'm like, well, also I like to try, like, especially a restaurant I've never <laughs> been to. I want to try so much stuff. Yeah, me too. And the more people you oh, have, the less crazy it is to get like, well, let's get five small plates. No, that's yeah, exactly yeah, how yeah, I feel. Yeah. That's why like, I like going, uh, there's a restaurant called Night and Market that I fucking, hands down, like maybe my favorite restaurant in LA. I go to the night market in West Hollywood all the time. All of the time. I love it. And yeah. I love it because, and the bigger the group is, the more I can be like, let's get all the appetizers. Yes. Like, let's get this. because Their chicken you know, wings are so fucking good. <laughs> oh, God, dude, we are hungry. <laughs> I love, but Night Market's chicken wings are fucking bananas no. good. Oh, dude. Yeah. And I just saw um, on TikTok, I got served this guy who's like, he was talking about this new Korean barbecue place. And I'm so fucking stoked to go. It's Let's like, go. Yeah. Let's go and split it. <laughs> Let's go split the Korean barbecue of it all. Well, John, before the end of the show, we have one final segment. Oh, hell yeah. And it's a segment we like to call Get Real. This is a segment where we force a genuine moment in an effort to learn more about each other and ourselves. Oh, okay. I like it. And um, we sort of cast away the silliness. I ain't afraid of no. I ain't afraid of no truths. Any <laughs> truths? Well, John, you're obviously a very funny guy. Um, I've seen a million shows with you at UCB back in New York, um, and uh, you. I was wondering what is something currently that you are working on for yourself. That's like uh, it could be like an emotional thing. It could be like a hurdle. It could be like trying to get over some sort of. Um, I don't know. Something that's been holding you back. Yeah. What is something that you just feel like in your personal life you've been working on? Okay, yeah. Uh, you caught me at an interesting time. Yeah. I've got a lot of those uh, balls up in the air. Uh, oh, really? Uh, yeah. Uh, but one thing I'm working on quite heartily and having difficulty with is letting things go. Oh, totally. Like letting uh, anger go. Like I can really accidentally hold a grudge, hmm. um, including in my... My, my marriage in my, you know, where I'm like, yeah. I'm still kind of mad about something that happened six days ago and yeah, it's not it's benefiting like, either yeah. party. Right. 
And it's like this something I've been really working on. And it is kind of like, I, I don't live in the present as much as I should. I'm, I'm, I've got anxiety about the past that I'm rehashing in my head and anxiety about the future as to what my, I'm kind of missing stuff that's right in front of me in those moments. And, you know, talking to therapists about it, yeah. you know, trying to do more things that is like the is the esoteric subconscious work I'm doing and then the active conscious work that I'm doing is I used to be a very avid reader yeah and LA California kind of broke that off of me in yeah. the last like 11 years and I'm a big audiobook guy but it doesn't feel the same yeah so I've been uh setting my alarm uh, I think we talked about this setting my alarm extra early every morning which I don't like because I chose my profession because I could sleep in yeah. and uh, but I've been getting up and and instead in lieu of meditation which was something I always thought I needed to add <laughs> to my life I've been doing about 20 to 30 minutes of reading uh, fiction or nonfiction, but reading an actual book while drinking my coffee in the morning that's really and it's great. really it's actually become meditative in a way because it is before my wife is up before my dog is even up so I don't yeah. have to walk any, I'm just like drink my little juice, drink a little water, do a little poop, and then sit down with my coffee and my book and just get 20 minutes in there. And I think also that is kind of giving me that that moment because I'm living in the book rather than, be, rather than being about like, okay, what does today have? 11 o'clock, I got to go to Miles. Okay, at yeah. 11 o'clock, I'm at Miles. At 1.30, I have to, at 3.30, you know, instead of doing all yeah, that, right. I'm just like, ah, yes, the three body problem. Crack, <laughs> you know, like get in there. By the way, you liking that? I'm loving I it. I really so want to read that. I have not. Uh, someone recommended it to me, and I, I'm giving it a shot. And I thought it would be really dense, but it's it's cruising. Oh, it, yeah, yeah, that yeah. sounds good. Yeah. So that's um, that's so great to hear. And I feel like what, something you're touching on is also like you know letting go of things and focusing on you know having a book and having that be like sort of meditative. Um, that's kind of speaks in the same world that I'm thinking about recently, which is just trying to have gratitude for like really small stuff Dude. and letting go of things. I feel like is part of that because it's like. You know, I can also just like fixate on something or, oh, this person said something to me or whatever. And I still kind of have like a weird feeling about them because of this one thing. Right. And I'm trying to recently, um, the other day I had like health anxiety, like really, really bad health anxiety. And I had like, I sometimes have like heart palpitations, like, um, I have double beats, which is essentially harmless. Like they're not a big deal. And I've had, you know, echocardiograms and whatever done to my heart. And they're always like, that's, you're fine. Like you're, there's nothing wrong here. Yeah. But every time I have one, it's sort of like <gasps> gives you that right. like panic attack feeling. Well, it's also just like a, a glimpse into mortality. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. You're still you're young. Like, you're still young. Exactly. But like yeah. I'm, I'm in my early forties and I had like high blood pressure to the point where the doctor's like, this is not something that will, f you'll feel or affect you on your day to day. But this is like driving Scary. your car at like 7,000 RPMs always. Oh, wow. And it's yeah. like your body's working way harder than it ever should. And yeah. that's, it's not infinite. And no, I was like, and totally. I was just hearing that, you're like, oh, oh fuck. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. No, but I had this, yeah, exactly. I, I had this feeling of like, for the, that day, like I got real panicked, had like sort of a little mini panic attack. And then at the end of the, like the halfway through the day, I was like, okay, let me just like go on my porch and fucking, I had like a decaf coffee because I was like, I don't want to send my ticker through the fucking <laughs> right, roof. Right. <laughs> like maybe I dump a decaf coffee. And I was like, okay, like let me just have gratitude for like everything that's happening right now um, and try to embrace this stuff because I think it makes the big existential like mortality questions a little bit less scary to be like, no, actually what I'm doing right this second, what I'm doing today is valuable and like I, and try to enjoy that stuff. Because uh, I think to me the mortality, anxiety, like it, it, uh, 
it rests on me being like, I haven't done enough. Like I, I'm about to do this one thing. I'm about to, dude, you know, you're and pre- that's forever. preaching to the choir. And yeah. like what you're talking about, just engaging uh, and enjoying those small things. When you think about your future and you're like, fuck, I hope I get to do blank, blank and blank. And if I don't, I'm a failure. Yeah. And if I, before I die, you know, I mentioned bucket list twice on this yeah, podcast, yeah. you know, like, and all that stuff's in your mind. But if you think to yourself, well, if I only live for 10 more years, that's 3,600 days where I can have a cup of decaf coffee on my porch. Yeah, dude. And that <laughs> is a little more refreshing sounding than yeah. like, I hopefully I'm a, like, I'm a big time movie director by the, the 10 year <laughs> mark. And it's like, no, but in 10 years, maybe I can have a thousand walks with a close friend. You yeah, know what I mean? And, wow, like, yeah. and that's something to think about that's when great. you're, gra- when you have gratitude for those small things, you realize like every once in a while I like, I will get like anxiety about what I have to do in my life. And then when I really sit down and look at it, it's like, like I'm just going to use today as an example. Not that I even had anxiety today, but you'll be like, shit, I have a full day. And my full day is wake up, uh, read, (laughs) go talk to miles, a person who I enjoy talking to uh, and for work and for promotion and all that. Then I leave. I got to do some grocery shopping to get food I like and coffee I like in my house. (laughs) And then I have to do a podcast about action movies where I talk to two of my best friends about some of my favorite movies. And it's like, that's what's on my docket today. And when you look at just like, shit, I'm kind of jammed till 7 p.m. (laughs) It's all great. But it's all stuff that like. I, if I told 14-year-old Gabrus, I'm like, yeah, right. someday you'll just like have money to be able to go to the grocery store, get whatever you want, and then talk to your friends about Candyman for hours. Like You'd be like, that fucking rules. But now as a grown-up, you're like, uh, but other people have better stuff than me. And it's like, well, other people have way worse shit too. Yeah, yeah right. No, I think that's yeah. Uh, yeah, that's so valuable. It's uh, You've seen uh, About Time, that movie? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I, I think I've probably mentioned on the show a bunch, but I, at the end of the movie, he could time travel back in the day and he goes, I stopped time traveling and I just tried to live every day as if it was the second time that I had experienced it and noticed all the little things for the first time. That's so awesome. Makes me, gives me I love that fucking movie yeah. so much, so by good. the way. I'm obsessed with it. And then my friend Chelsea Devantes came on my podcast to talk about it yeah. because she thinks it's a bad rom com. So I've heard people say that. And, and when it, you when she started unpacking it, it was hard. There's no, some stuff that's it, hard to it, argue it. where it's like he's full blown manipulating her. I I know. I'm like, oh, you're eliminating the magical realism. <laughs> but Bill Nighy in that movie is so fucking oh, good. I God. fell in I fell in love with Donald Gleason in yes. that movie. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm a I'm obsessed. It's so funny. I'm obsessed with that movie. Me too. Me and, my, and that was one of the things uh, me and my wife first connected on. She loves to love that movie. Tiff, my wife also yeah. loves that fucking movie. She it's she so couldn't. And she's friends with Chelsea, and she's like, I can't believe Chelsea hated that movie. Like, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so well, funny. I mean, she like she just was explaining to me all the faults of I it. Can't yeah. um, well, fucking hey, John. Uh, thanks for doing the show. Thanks for having me, Miles. Um, I appreciate that. Where can people find you in case they want more, John? Um, I have the podcast called High and Mighty. It's free. It's wherever you download podcasts. And uh, if you're a perfect person viewer, you might want to start with the Miles episode. That feels yeah. like a good jumping off point. We had a hearty conversation about video games. Oh, yeah. And then my job, more or less, is Action Boys, a Patreon podcast where we, two, uh, me and two of my buddies uh, talk for longer than the run times of all the movies. <laughs> About 70s, 80s, and 90s classic action movies. Uh, we ha- we do have some free episodes, so if you want to check out free episodes to get a sniff, go to free.actionboys.biz, boys with a Z, biz with a Z as well. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> well, check out John's stuff, and uh, where can people follow you? 
I'm at Gabrus on Twitter and Instagram, and those are the only ones I'm doing for now. And I would like to be doing less. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, check out at Gabrus on everything. And in case you're wondering that your problem is too insurmountable, just remember that no matter where you are or who you are, your, per- your perfection is only a call away. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>